to the latest in MLEX's ongoing series of podcasts. I'm Leah Nyland, MLEX's Chief Global Antitrust Correspondent. If you're a regular listener to our podcast, welcome back. Normally, I come to you from Washington, D.C., but this week, I'm in our bureau in Hong Kong. Hong Kong is one of the most developed cities in the region, but believe it or not, it has lagged behind other jurisdictions when it comes to antitrust. It took more than two decades of debate before a competition law finally came into force here in 2015. Now, three years later, it's up for its first major review. Here with me now to talk about that is MX correspondent Zhu Wan. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Leah. So Zhu Wan, what is Hong Kong's competition regulator doing to prepare for the government review of the law? So we recently sat down with the CEO of Competition Commission in Hong Kong, Brent Snyder, and we talked about these issues. From our conversation, the Competition Commission has set up an internal working group to look at the competition ordinance from top to bottom to assess not only its position on the three items that the government has indicated it will be reviewing, but also other issues related to the ordinance that it thinks, based on its experience of applying the law and working with it to date might warrant consideration for change. The group has been slowly working through the ordinance to identify areas they might consider proposing to the government if they are consulted on this review. It will be a checklist of issues they will discuss with the government if they are given an opportunity. So has the commission identified any areas yet where it might propose changes? Yes, there are three well-known issues that the government has explicitly said it will review. I'll come to those in just a minute. But apart from those, there are a variety of items to which the Commission may propose tweaks or minor changes. For instance, there are certain areas where there are slight differences between how the ordinance might treat conduct or undertakings in one instance versus another. The Commission sees some value in just having some consistency now that it has experience of applying the ordinance. Can you give me an example? Yes, one example is that the existing rules allow an undertaking or an association of undertakings to apply for a block exemption order. But for an application for a decision from the Commission, only an undertaking can do that. Another area is the use of infringement notices. Now the Commission can use them only in cases of serious anti-competitive conduct. They're thinking about whether it's possible to expand that tool to include a broader range of potential contraventions. So you mentioned that the government will look at three specific issues during the review. Can you tell me about those? Yes, the first is the absence of a general merger control regime in Hong Kong. The second issue that the government will be looking at is the antitrust enforcement exemption for statutory bodies. The third one is standalone private damage actions. Okay, so let's take these all one at a time. What's the Competition Commission thinking on adopting a merger review system? So Hong Kong currently has merger control only in the telecommunications sector. The Commission thinks that lawmakers should not only think about whether Hong Kong should have a cross-sector merger control rule, but also how that should be applied, because the Commission will need to focus on mergers that have a real impact in Hong Kong. For example, a revenue threshold is the major criterion used in merger control across the world. But it may be worthwhile thinking about whether there is even more the Commission could do beyond that to make an assessment of whether a merger affects Hong Kong in a significant enough way to undertake a review of it. 
Okay, so the second thing you mentioned was the antitrust exemptions granted to statutory bodies. What exactly is that? So according to the competition ordinance, it is defined as a body of persons, corporate or unincorporate, established by or under an ordinance. A few examples would be the communications authority and airport authority. Okay, so where do we expect the commission to go with that? According to the commission, the business community in Hong Kong feels very strongly that this should be changed. They think that they're being held to compliance standards with an ordinance that their competitors are not, and that they should be allowed essentially to compete on a level playing field, and also that there should not be two standards. So Brent Snyder, the CEO, said that removing the exemption would be consistent with competition neutrality principles that govern actors engaged in commercial conduct should really be treated equally and be on a similar playing field with private actors engaged in the same commercial conduct. But the question should be asked whether the current remedies available are sufficient or viable, given that there might be other policy considerations the government had in mind when it decided to exempt these bodies. Okay, so you also mentioned standalone private damage actions. I understand right now Hong Kong doesn't have a private damage action, unlike a lot of other jurisdictions such as the US or the EU. Which way is the commission leaning on follow-on antitrust suits? Um, both the uh, CEO and Chairwoman Anna Wu are quite supportive of the idea of standalone private litigation because they think there will be a lot of benefits. First, it serves additional enforcement purposes that may supplement the regulators. Then it provides further additional deterrence. And also, it allows the regulator potentially to have more flexibility in where it puts its resources. But Brent Snyder warned that it may not be enough just to say that a standalone remedy is available without thinking how it is made available. Specifically, the government needs to think about having a remedy that is useful to all types of victims, not necessarily a class action system. But thought would need to be given to whether there are litigation vehicles that would allow people who have been victims of mass harm type cases like large scale price fixing to have a meaningful remedy and make sure there are the procedures are there that allow for it. As for the argument that private damage actions may be a weapon used by large companies against small businesses, Snyder said although that is theoretically possible, he has never seen anything like that in his career. And before he came to Hong Kong, where was he? Uh, before he was with the antitrust division of the Department of Justice in the U.S. Um, instead, he said it's typically the other way around in that small businesses are able to use litigation to protect their rights, to protect their ability to compete fairly against companies that are bigger, more entrenched, and which may be creating barriers to entry. Okay, great. All of those are pretty interesting issues for an antitrust law review. Merger control, exemptions, and standalone private damage actions. All of that is surely going to make for a quite thorough review, depending, of course, on how much the government takes the commission's thinking into account. Zhuan, thanks for explaining the key issues around Hong Kong's competition law review. We'll be looking forward to what comes out. Thanks, Leah. Good to see you again. If you'd like to read Zhuan's reporting on Hong Kong competition and other issues, you can find it on our website. Head to mlexmarketinsight.com, click on Insight Center, and then click on Editor's Picks. I'm Leah Nyland, MLEX's Chief Global Correspondent for Antitrust. 
Thanks very much for joining us and see you back here soon for another in MLEX's podcast series. <laughs> <laughs>